Hello and welcome to another Woodshop Podcast with Mike Coffey of Coffee Custom Builds, Daniel Dunlap of Daniel Dunlap Woodworks, and Peter Kapar of Petrie's Workshop. You can find us all as well as the podcast on Instagram and YouTube. Welcome, welcome, welcome to episode 130 of Another Woodshop Podcast, where this week we will remind you that no matter how low your credit, you are pre-approved to listen. And speaking of someone who is pre-approved to listen, uh, this week uh, it is with a heavy heart that I report that my coffee is not going to be with us. Uh, However, we got in a ringer and we really went for the top of the shelf. And all those guys... for the fences. Yeah, and all those guys were busy, so... We got the second best. He's our number one, number two guy. The one, the only, cue audio. Yes, he has playing music. Paul Jackman! Oh, wait, wait. (laughs) (laughs) Screwed up that audio. Wait, ready? Paul Jackman! Jackman. Make that pull out game. We. Please, please, please. Thank you. Thank you. Wow. Please, please. That is unnecessary. Everybody can sit down. Please sit down. <laughs> We didn't need that, but thank you. Oh my god! Uh, he came with his own audio. I love it. Oh, this is why you're our number one, number two. You know, I heard the lyrics coming in, and I was like, "Oh, there's there's a word in there," and you fixed it, and that's why I appreciate about you. Fixed. Well, I didn't do anything. Quote unquote. <laughs> I changed nothing. Changed nothing. Uh, I actually had her record a different version for me. That uh, did sound like her. Yeah. So and by her, I mean. <laughs> don't Nikki say Lizzo. <laughs> Nicki Minaj? Yes, yes, yes. Oh, yeah. I was right. Look at that. Yeah. yeah. We actually bumped Lizzo for Paul Jackman to join us. Or yeah. as he is known by many people, Pat Lap. I do want to apologize to Lizzo's representation. You know, we're, we have, we'll get back to you next we'll week. We'll squeeze her in. Like she squeezes into those onesies. <laughs> <laughs> we noticed <laughs> I, that came out terrible. <laughs> You're a monster. I just meant they're very form-fitting, and she pulls it off with the confidence of a Jackman. How, how do we change the subject? <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, what a train wreck. This is awesome. So you get a Netflix show. You get some connections. That's just kind of how the world works. And then you can pull some favors from Nicki Minaj and get some custom tracks like that one. Right yeah, there. how much like did that, that cameo one. cost you? Yeah. Well, it's nothing. Just a uh, favor for a friend, favor, you know. Favor, financial favor. She's a big just fan. A big, she just wanted a check with some numbers on it. A lot of zeros. I made it happen. Yeah. She's a collector. She collects uh, zeros in a bank account like uh, Derek from Malden collects plates. It's <laughs> <laughs> a great joke that like two people will get. Uh, who needs a phone? It's a great okay? joke. I wish you all knew what that was about. <laughs> it's so funny this is something that we were talking about just before recording apparently well listen let's uh we're, we don't have coffee to rein us in this week uh 
<laughs> I just want to thank our. Let's talk more about collectible yeah, plays. Let's talk about our, you know, financial future, which is secured by our amazing patrons who help us uh, create the show and put out this content. Thank you to all of you. I should really have that pulled up and see if we have any new patrons. And I'm definitely not stalling for time uh, while he, I'm I getting am proud of you. the You're page. Just- Knocking it out of the park over um, here. And please be Nicki Minaj. Please be Nicki Minaj. Oh, oh no, she just unsubscribed. Uh, and I think Man. we did Patrick last week, but just in case, Patrick Genzel, thank you for uh, signing up and uh, you're helping hey. us out a lot. Yes, Thanks, Patrick. Thank you so much. And I don't know if you guys noticed, but we also have been doing a lot more advertisements uh, and we're a little more active online. We're trying to, uh, you know, bring AWP to everyone. Uh, everyone needs a little AWP-ness in their life and do, sh- indeed they do yeah to show off their awp ness it's a joke from like episode 52 i think <laughs> um what do we do we after like this it. oh we usually do reviews here but we don't have any you know i'm gonna do a call to action if you guys want to do some funny reviews again the running joke a while ago was it, we would ask for very obscure reviews so that when people would see our show trending and would read the reviews to try to figure out what it's about it would make no sense uh, a lot of you guys went the medical route. Like we solved a lot of like rashes. ailments, rashes, things like that. It was great. So many rashes. It ran its course. That's so season two. We're in season four. Let's bring it, guys. What so, happened to season three? We don't talk we about just, season three. Oh no, that's when we had Graz on. I just found I just found cement in my eyebrows. Some cement. Cement. Yeah. Is that a euphemism? No. <laughs> nope. Actual. It cement. was a concrete statement. <laughs> I'm so sorry. What are, what are we doing here? <clears throat> I feel like I'm carrying the show, like guys. The show. Come on. What's going on? All right. Well, <laughs> I was trying to give you a transition out of that. <laughs> transition. Um, failed twice. Well, should we just jump into what's on our bench? Let's do it. And by the way, Mike, Mike is just, he's at Disney. That's where he's at. He's enjoying his time in Disney. Uh, he's just doing his living. His is best it just Mike life. or did he take his family? I think he, he had to take his family. Yeah, his wife got oh. real mad when he just bought one ticket. So, yeah. so uh, yeah, they're uh, they're all out there. He actually brought the whole crew, Sean, everyone. So that's a lie. They're probably oh, slaving wow. away while he, they're working hard in the shop while he's playing. So they're human trafficking away. <laughs> oh, dark joke. Um, anyways, red light, green light. <laughs> um, why don't we? Uh, oh, what does this do? Rotaries. <laughs> What's on my bench? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Pete, you got this down. Uh, I don't. Let's try that again. Spe- speaking of human trafficking, this show is a train wreck. <laughs> uh, Mike does the audio usually. So what? Um, what's great about this is, like, I'm not editing in all the mistakes. No, no, no. <laughs> People are just going to be like, "What are they? Forget what it. What are they doing?" Yeah. <laughs> uh, this is uh, this is great. Anyways, Dan, what's on your bench? <laughs> Um, we didn't practice any of the audio beforehand. We're just kind of going into <laughs> we it. We We really should have practiced this. <laughs> we were like, "Man, this is easy. We could do this." I mean, Mike does it. We're about to start, and we're like, "Oh, I have to do all the audio clips." <laughs> <laughs> and then I threw a wrench in the system with a plan. Yeah, he so. sends me a clip. Uh, that was super fun. Thank you. I really appreciate a walk up song, Paul. Walk up song. So Come I, on. I just roll it. I was like, "All right, guys, I'm on the show now. This is how we're gonna do it." Let me tell you Laying how you're gonna do your rules. podcast. What's on my bench? Yeah. Um, doors, believe it or not. Love so many doors. So many doors. One could say 
three doors down. I don't know. I was oh, told I had to put dude. a three doors down oh. joke in there. And no, you could have done oh, better. No. You go right. <clears throat> I'm, I'm working on the fourth door, which you could say I'm three doors down. There oh, you go. Man. See, this is why we hire a professional to fill in for Mike. Oh man. <sighs> okay, so so back up like thirty seconds, not in the edit, just in real life, and then use that joke as if it was yours. All right, all right. Well, let me start over. Uh, so we're working on the fourth door. You could say that I'm three doors in. Ha, down, I get it. down. <laughs> you want to try again? Um, Paul this is, so this is a train wreck of an episode. I, I loved one. Oh, my oh God. man. I just three doors in. Um, you threw the bat at the pitcher, basically. Honestly, honestly, we're five doors up. Just you did doors. So, okay. Dan did doors. <laughs> I'm building doors and uh, uh, Britney Spears. Uh, <laughs> Lizzo. Tight suit. Um, <laughs> no, we we are five doors into a seven door build, and then after we get those seven done, we have to do four giant. Yeah, I was gonna say, foot, wasn't it like six foot or by ten foot? foot. Yeah, Jeez. six foot by ten foot pocket doors. Are you gonna be four able to get panels that big? No, I have to make them. That's oh. gonna be the challenge. Also, the challenge is gonna be transporting them. Also, the challenge is gonna be. Finding space in my tiny A shop where I can make those. So, help. Solid wood. Send help. No, they're MDF. I'm making them all out of MDF. My MDF. My shop is an MDF factory. Because they're just painting them, right? Yeah, they're just painting them. I'm building them out of MDF. So, they're they're an inch and a half thick. And my supplier couldn't get inch and a half thick MDF, which would have been phenomenal. It, it would have been even better if I could have got inch and a half thick ultralight MDF, but, you know, they can't even get. He got the extra heavy kind. So I'm making these out of three quarter inch ultra heavy MDF. <laughs> and we're gluing, we're sandwiching them, them together to make an inch and a half. And then we're putting like a, a beach or a birch frame around them to protect the edges. And then, uh, you know, we're. Making them seamless because when they paint them, they're just supposed to look like a white solid panel. Are you sanding them or anything like that? Yeah, we sand them. Yeah. Yeah. I just, I'm imagining. They're smooth. But aren't they keeping it in that house and that house is still kind of open to the elements? No, it's all closed in now. Oh, it's all closed in now? Okay. Yeah. I was going to say, because if they're just sitting there on a construction site, they're going to get fuzzy again. I would not be okay with that. Uh, I'm not putting Unless in all that work. Have them sign get, off on it. <laughs> just to let the let the the skies open up and rain on the MDF doors. That would even just uh, the humidity and <clears throat> temperature change. You don't need a bunch of potatoes. Well, actually, right now in, in Nebraska chips. in October, there's there's like no humidity right now. It's oh, so uh, humid here this week. Twenty percent. Um, yeah, there's like fire warnings and stuff. It's weird. We don't usually get that. Yeah. It's not California. Um. Also, you know, obviously, uh, Etsy is keeping me busy. Just yesterday, I had 48 orders in my queue. Wait, they I came help. in yesterday or just added no, did up they to just, yesterday? They're just adding up. I, I'm spending so much time on the doors and the larger client projects and YouTube that I haven't been able to, like, keep on top of Etsy. So it's been slowly building. I average about eight or nine orders a day, which is it's okay. Very nice. Respectable. Um. <clears throat> so yeah, I spent. Do you ever do you advertise at all, or is that just natural, just traffic that comes? I through? would like to tell you that it is very natural, oh natural, <laughs> but I do pay for Etsy traffic or whatever Etsy ads. 
Etsy trafficking. Yeah, I give them like ten bucks a day. I just upped it a while ago, so I. So that runs like Google Ads and stuff. Yeah. Oh yeah, wait, yeah. you do ten bucks yeah. a day? Yeah, I just upped it to ten. Damn. Okay. I might up it again. Yeah, but but I'm having trouble keeping up. <clears throat> I'm having trouble talking too. <laughs> you get nervous. <coughs> I know. Pat's kind of a big star. You, know? you called him Pat. I know. I did that on purpose. Did you? Know? <laughs> yeah. He's All big right. in France. Speaking of Pat, <laughs> what do you got on your lap or bench? I love that. That see that that was smooth. That's like ah, the three you like down. You know, recovered. That makes up for everything. <laughs> it's all better. It's, all better. No, it's <laughs> not. It's not. What are you working on, Paul? Uh, I have a 400-page book on my bed. Oh, you read? For it's all pictures. Drop camper. 437 pages. That sounds so, horrible. The instruction manual for building a teardrop camper from Chesapeake Lake. <clears throat> because it's built like a boat. It's super complicated. Uh, dude, the fact that someone had to write that. They they deserve a medal. <laughs> I shouldn't show you the pages because then you'll be less impressed, but it's a lot of pictures. Well, that's good. <laughs> Picture books is where it's at. Yeah. <laughs> now you're speaking my language. I've only read the pictures. The worst books are the ones where it's all words and then they put like six uh, things of color photos in a center. Lies. I hate I hate wordy books. You know what I mean? <laughs> Get, get the point. more words, the don't, worse book it don't is. Don't make me paint the picture in my mind. I want yeah. the picture. Anyways, at the least, more people at say in the podcast, a, the worse At least works. give me a picture on the outside of the pages, you know, something fancy. Give me something. Yeah, but Paul, don't, don't you wish don't that there was words. a video version of this podcast that, like, people could see your intro? Oh, wait, there is on the YouTubes. Check it out. YouTube.com slash another podcast. podcast. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, a shameless yeah. plug in there. Sorry, I'm sorry. Into your, you, were, you were telling uh, your us what's on your bench. <laughs> so that's one thing. Uh, I'm going to be building a teardrop camper. The uh, <clears throat> the boxes are all upstairs. It's like a it's a kit build. So they have all the pieces CNC cut out of some marine grain plywood. Isn't that and isn't that what you had in the back of your truck or your yeah. trailer at Maker Camp? That was one of the things on my truck at Maker Camp. Yeah, okay. yeah. I remember seeing so all those boxes. I stopped down in Maryland at their facility before that, a couple days before that, and uh, just did some filming there. So I had some footage of that for the video and picked up my kit while I was there. That's why nice. he was stopping at my house, Dan, because you wanted to store it. Yeah. Not. Oh, I thought he I, just, I thought he just stopped in your house to make the fat joke about me. <laughs> Literally, he Not went out of his way. Like, what? Dunlap's going to be there? <laughs> fat joke's incoming. <laughs> be there in five. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, awkward. So, uh, I did no such thing. No, no, no. It, this is going to be in every single podcast episode from now until the podcast is say, over. He pulls up and he notices Dan first. That's it. <laughs> Dan started it. <laughs> uh, did I? I don't know. I reciprocated. <clears throat> I did say there was a creepy molester dude in your driveway or something well, like that. Did I you, say you said hi? I'm I'm Mike Coffey. Oh, did I? <laughs> yeah. So you're being sarcastic. So I was like, okay, well, I got to level this up then. Oh, right. It's only fair. And that's the first thing that came into my mind. And I was like, well, we're going with this. <laughs> I'm leaning <laughs> into the fat joke. <laughs> yeah. And then I said, I can make fat jokes because I'm fat. That's how. You're you're dense work. like a like a nice oak or mahogany. I'm yep. very dense. <laughs> or non ultralight yeah. MDF. <laughs> I'm, I'm dense like Dan's doors. Dan's doors. <laughs> Which there are three of Dan. I don't know how to take that. Should I be offended? I don't know. Yes? No. No? 
maybe we're neutral we're split down the middle so so you're working on teardrop trailer with a 500 page manual yeah so that's gonna start probably this weekend so it hasn't started yet but i have the kit it's ready to go uh, i built a french cleat wall last week and i'm making a bunch of holders that and brackets and stuff to hang up on that so that's kind of the current project once that gets wrapped up the teardrop begins I mean, nice. you, oh, we poured, you're poured concrete today too. You're kind of skimming over the like the fact that you're like doing a lot of these custom boxes and things on a laser. That's really outside of your like regular wheelhouse. Like you incorporating the laser into your work now is is uh yeah. it's pretty cool. Are you doing templates with that laser? By the way, no, I'm getting those CNC cut. Mm. I I was thinking about it. It's, it's slower on the mm. laser. There you go. Uh, the the MDF cuts pretty well though. Yeah, it does. But I got the same laser. Can confirm. Has. No, we're talking about lasers, Dan. Take oh, sorry. <laughs> You're not a part of this conversation. Uh, really, I'm not. I have a 40 watt sitting in my shop. If you want it, I got a seven watt in my shop. I just haven't hooked it up yet. Yeah. The good it's, folks over at Onefinity sent me the JTEC. And uh, how's the spindle working out? Uh, still in the box. Okay, cool. Just, I'm just checking. <laughs> Um, All right, continue the laser talk. Yeah, I didn't mean to interrupt. I'm sorry. It, no, it's fine. It's fine. But it, it does I, cut this, really clean. Yeah, yeah. On MDF, it's surprisingly good and uh, cuts through quarter inch MDF like no problem. Like sixty percent power, I think it's on. Yeah, it, and I have it cutting pretty fast. The speed, yeah, the speeds you gave me were pretty fast for for the cut. That yeah. thing just it cuts so much better. Like I finally feel like I can do all the cutting projects that I wanted to do instead of. Because the other one, it cuts so slow, I don't want to really lean into it. But um, that's that's why I got that laser. Is like I just don't want to play around with the the size of the bed, and then also the size of the laser tube. And it's like I just know I'd get annoyed if I go to cut something. It's like oh, you can't cut through this. Sorry. Yeah. So just <clears throat> go big or go home. So what what was your no thought way? actually behind getting that laser? Like, what was, was your thought behind getting that laser? What, like, what, did you have something in mind, or you're just like, I want a laser, and I just want one that works really well? Yeah. So when I lived in DC, uh, there was a guy Jay he had a, a company called Jumby Industries, and he had, I think it was a. Did 4x8. you say Chubby Industries? Yeah, it was a damn other <laughs> company. Here we go. <laughs> you brought that one on yourself. You did. So it's Jumby. Jumby. G-U-M-B. Jumby. Okay. B-I-E. And he did a bunch of stuff laser cut. He had a four foot by eight foot like open bed laser. Like, I don't know what the wattage was. It was nuts. When One time we cut through one inch thick redwood in a single pass. Jeez. Holy no <clears throat> Probably yeah. really did smoke. It smoked. Yeah. That's the nice thing about this one. It collects all the, all the smoke for the most part. You got a smoke yeah. collector on that? Oh, yeah. Fume extractor, we call it in a biz. Oh, you wouldn't know. I'd call it a smoke collector. <laughs> but yeah, I'm just seeing him work with that machine. I was like, this is insane. And I'd like to have something like that someday, you know, something close to that. And this is kind of the, the happy medium between that stupid monster machine and, you know, a reasonable sized machine. I, I totally agree. I couldn't agree more. Like for me, it was... That's the one I wanted like a week after I bought my first one, the 40 watt. I was like, oh, this, right. I need bigger. I already know like yeah. what I want to do. Uh, the wattage just, you guys currently have is 150, yeah? Yeah, buck 50. Yeah. Which cuts uh, nice. And honestly, you, Paul, you could probably cut one inch on that thing. A one inch. Wood. I think so. So hardwood, uh, hardwoods and softwoods cut way easier than MDF or plywood. 
It just cuts right through it because there's only because one. Because of the glue. Because of the glue. There's no glue. There you go. Dan knows. It's funny when you the edges of the, the laser cut MDF is like a little sticky. Like it's kind of gross. Yeah. So someone explained Plus, it to me once whatever that. Whatever the chemicals the, are. For MDF and stuff, it's a lot of that. But when you're cutting wood, a lot of it is the sugars in the wood just like cook off. And that's why it's so sticky. It's the sap. You're of caramelizing the wood. The wood. Caramelizing, caramelized wood. There you go. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> but you do yeah. a little. Rendering the fat, if you will. Rendering the fat. You can spray it with alcohol and wipe it away. Usually it's pretty easy. Or sand it. Sand it like a real man. Okay. I guess. <laughs> I kind of like the look of that. It's like the laser cut <laughs> box joints with the different, the, you know, the two different colors. Mm. Like I've, I've always thought that looked kind of cool. I like it. So, yeah. Are, I like leaving the laser Are you designing all your own, like, box joints and stuff? Or are you using some kind of uh, website for that? Yeah, I just drew those all on SketchUp. Just because it's all very custom. Like, I'm making... Uh, holders for like hardware, for gloves, for propane torch, like everything, anything I could think of. I was making something to to hold it on the wall. And you using Lightburn? Yep. Cool. Yeah, so I was just drawing in SketchUp and then importing it to Lightburn. Interesting. I'm gonna send you well, if anybody Yeah, I'm gonna send you two sites that help you make boxes and things for like laser cut stuff. Okay. You'd literally be like a box this big by this big, and I want box joints, choose the size, and like it just does it all for you. And you download STLs. Yeah. That's it. So Interesting. We make it nice. And if anyone else has any good recommendations, shoot them over to the AWP account. We'd love to share it with everyone. Because uh, yeah, I know maker. I want case. that link too. <clears throat> maker case might be one too. Um, I think. And another. You might know better ones than I do. Someone just sent boxmaker.com. <laughs> boxmaker.com. Would be my guess. Uh, maker case. Yeah. Dove. So maker case is the one I just learned about. Uh, and then the other okay. one is, uh, don't have it here, but, oh, it's, uh, like boxes.py. It's some, like weird. Whitehouse.com slash boxes. <laughs> slash boxes. Yeah, the Joe Biden boxes. Probably don't go to that one. <laughs> you know what? Whitehouse.com. Yeah, dot yeah, Paul. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I just caught the, um, the, the I don't know if, I don't know if everyone's making the connection. No one, please, if you're listening at work, do not go to that website. <laughs> Just on a Tor browser at home, on a burner laptop. I remember doing some research in in school. Uh, <laughs> going to White House Listen, doctor. kids, if you want to make a box? Yeah. <laughs> go to uh, it is a naughty site for anyone that's confused. Do you want to see my box? Mm. Uh, uh, all so, right. So what uh, what else is going on? Aside from lasers and that poured concrete, right? Poured concrete today. It's the probably the last pour we'll do in the downstairs of the barn. We did it in four quadrants. This was the third pour, but I think we're just going to put a wood floor in the the fourth you're, section. You're finally getting floors in there. Yeah, man. Yeah, for the down the downstairs was all dirt since the building was built. Welcome to the 21st century, baby. So, Is that where the bandsaw is nice. going to be? Yeah, yeah. So that's staying downstairs. Yeah. To anyone that's confused, uh, Jackman got Duresta's bandsaw, like the big one, the one that was at Maker Camp last year. He, he didn't have it there this year, yep. right? No, not last year. Yeah, it was that there, monster the of a bandsaw one. with like custom parts that he made on it. Yep. Oh wait, that's the one from the show too. No, a different. Oh, is one. It? oh they just look the same. <laughs> oh, he just has he ha- multiple massive ones. He he has like three or four of those. That's why he gave me one. <laughs> I sold my body, but also that's, that's <laughs> he owns me. <laughs> he has extra thirty-six inch bandsaws just laying around. <sighs> yeah, so it's it's the same one that's on the show, but it has a different like faceplate on it. Mm. It's it's the mesh instead of like a solid metal 
faceplate that covers up the the wheels. And let me guess, it has Duresta on it. It's yeah, it's on there everywhere. <laughs> it's, everywhere. it's like marked for life, graffitied. Yeah, he got that on Facebook for like super cheap, and then Rob Rojas fixed it up, got it working. And apparently, there was like a photo of the bandsaw, all assembled, everything, and it was like, oh, that doesn't look too bad. And then he showed up to pick it up, and it was like in pieces. <laughs> Some assembly required. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, that looks different from the picture. I remember he was telling us that he like he had to make the belt himself, and it's like old school belt, but it's like stapled, basically just oh, nailed right. yeah, yeah, and yeah. pinched together. The way it works. He was making those. I was looking at it today. I was like, I hope that doesn't break because I don't know how to fix that. <laughs> well, you just call in like Derek or Graz to help you out. Yeah. 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 Derek can figure it out. Derek can figure out anything, including his investments. <laughs> <laughs> it's collectible plates. Collectible plates. That is how you retire early. Collectible plates. Yeah. But when we when I picked up the bandsaw, that was at Maker Camp. And I was walking around his shop while I was waiting for him, counting all of his bandsaws. And I think there were 11 in there. In the big shop? I, yeah, in the warehouse. In the, the big warehouse, warehouse shop. <clears throat> so I took one. And then as I was leaving, he pulled in with another one from Maker Camp that he was bringing back. <laughs> so he was like met, you know, even on his bandsaw count. <laughs> Hold on. It's like what? I have that one app. Out, one bit, one it's right next to PayPal. I have bandsaw account. <laughs> bandsaw account? Yeah. <laughs> See, Derek's got collectible plates. Jimmy has bandsaws. You got you to gotta diversify. Yeah. <laughs> Dan's got a 401 What's count. your thing? Powerball? No, not yours. Palace. Oh, <laughs> Paul, what do you what do you collect? Yeah, you're here every week. Dan. Yeah, we don't care. We know what we know what you collect. It's different mayos. <laughs> mayos <laughs> from around the world. They, they hold their value. <laughs> That's his retirement plan. <laughs> they age like a like a fine wine. You keep them in like storage. a fine mayo. They yeah, age like a fine mayo open outside of a fridge. <laughs> <laughs> you pull it out. Oh, this is a 1923. This is a good one. Yeah. What really makes it last long is the, the eggs that they add in. For sure. It makes it last sure. And the heat. Dan puts his, his mayo in a wine barrel and lets it just sit there and age. You gotta let it ages it in a whiskey barrel even better. Oh, yeah. I'll bet that's good. Bourbon bet you aged good. mayo. Oh, well, there's a show title. <laughs> so dumb. So dumb. I love it. We were going to go with potato logistics. <laughs> But bourbon aged mayo. That's the front runner. Oh my god. Um I'm on board. I'm on board. I mean he's all that about franchising. We know that. True. <laughs> Speaking of potato logistics, what else you got up your sleeve? I bought a five guys franchise. <laughs> That's, we're running with this joke. This truth. Should I keep we're running with oh, this? Oh, this is a joke? Dan believe me for at least I was like believing you until this moment. I was trying to figure out if we can talk about the fact that Paul uh, invested in a building to do something yeah. with uh, some of his friends, some of his pals. And um, I was being very vague, and then he just leaned into the Five Guys thing and Dan believed it. So we went with it for like 20 minutes. <laughs> I was fully like, was, I'm like, franchising can make money. I, okay. Paul Jackman owns Five Guys. Ouch. It, it tracks. It's on brand. It's on brand. <laughs> and it's Jackman yeah. size. Everything's going to be pallet wood. It's going to be like a nice rustic look. The burgers, pallets. Yep. The peanuts. 
the the buns palace <laughs> sounds lovely are they heat treated yeah. though because if they're not heat treated you're gonna get cancer and die you will die so okay that's what happened to mike heat treated burgers <laughs> mike found a methyl bromide instead of like flame grilled or whatever just I hope heat treated he treated burgers. He treated burgers. <laughs> oh, it sounds awful. It's not incorrect. No, it's not. I mean, it's just it's sounds accurate. less appetizing. Yeah. Oh my god, this is going off the rails. I love it. Make, make sure your burgers are not raw. Make sure they are heat treated. Technically, that's you are, that's good sound you're advice. You technically that's better correct. than telling people to go to whitehouse.com/boxes. Stop it. <laughs> <laughs> it's probably not even Re- redacted a, a thing, and I'm too afraid to check. <laughs> we don't want to know. Hold Somebody don't want to know. I got. I got. Uh, <clears throat> what? What is that called? Uh, the secret browser from Are you private Google browsing. Chrome. Please don't. It's gonna take down your whole network. He's <laughs> <laughs> gonna burn our phone. Well, just for stuff like so, this. So, Paul, you poured concrete downstairs to get back on on topic. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> we need Mike. What, Mike. Wait. So, what are you? What's the plan for that space down there? Like obviously Dance the band saw so, because you can't you can't bring it up the stairs. Yeah. So for anybody who's not familiar, the barn is owned by my old shop teacher Mac, and I kind of have the upstairs. He has the downstairs, and so that's why we're kind of finishing up the downstairs. So it's like a nice place to work, and now we can wheel stuff around and use a pallet jack and all that stuff. Um, so that's just kind of storage for him, and also now we can pull cars in, so we can kind of work on cars in there. We're going to set up a little welding shop Ooh. down there. Is this your way of creeping uh, in on his, on his actual space? I put a bandsaw down there. It's one bandsaw at a time. Yeah, that's kind of what I thought. <laughs> I'm taking over. Mac, Mac is very understanding and supportive. Is he? He's very, yeah, for the most part. Yeah. <laughs> I feel he like does. he might be creepily like intruding. Like he doesn't even know what's coming. Yeah, like Paul's, he, Paul's he sneaking has in. serious like grumpy old guy vibes. But like is yeah. super supportive. I, I remember when you were moving in and setting it all up and he was in the videos. And I was like, yeah, he just has like old shop teacher vibes. Like, quit yeah, screwing around. Really the, <laughs> yeah, picture an old wood shop teacher. That's Nailed it. that's him. <laughs> yeah. But that that's that's there's not much of a plan for the space. We're just trying to make it make it livable and usable and livable. We'll see where it goes. Like I, I feel bad because like I have my lawnmower down there, I got my snowblower downstairs. <laughs> And it's just like I'm just slowly adding little things. That's in what there. I'm Not saying. Purpose, That's but. what I'm saying. Yeah, but I was like, I mow the lawn for the whole property, including his and mine. Oh, so right. but like, that's I feel too that's bad. fair, I guess. Pay, yeah, I was like, that's a good trick. Pay him back a little bit. But, <laughs> yeah. Well, do you? Because he's got his own gig now, right? He's like retired, or is he he's still teaching? He retired this summer. Oh, yeah. so he's now done. So yeah. you're gonna have a sixth guy. <laughs> is gonna be or is he part of the him? five guy crew? <laughs> he's one of the. He's one of the five guys. guys. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> one of the OG five guys. He was cheap. He's like, I don't need the money. I'm retired. I'm good. <laughs> just, I just want to play and putz around in a shop. Yeah. But that, that's kind of the play. So that's why, like, I moved here and that whole thing played out. He's like, I'm going to be retiring in a couple of years. Do you think you guys could move here? Set up a wood shop upstairs. That way, the wood shop at school I don't have access to anymore. I can use your wood shop upstairs. So the wood shop is like oh. his when he wants to use it. So it's there. So he's actually kind of, pulling an Uno reverse card and he's taking advantage of you. So I'm going to take over the downstairs. He's going to take over the upstairs. <laughs> okay. And then we're going to like Spider-Man meme each other and be like, hey. 
like standing on the stairs like what are you doing up there what are you doing <laughs> what you get here yeah. is that my wrench is that my saw uh okay <laughs> that's the thing if i leave any tools or like materials anything downstairs like i i need to do it keeping in mind that it could just like disappear the next day like it just, could just not be there because they'll just move stuff around but like oh we don't need this like trash. i had a, a bucket of metal scraps that i moved in within like a trash barrel and I, didn't, I never brought it upstairs and he, i think he brought it all to the scrapyard and recycled i mean that was probably a burger for lunch yeah yeah little did he know if yeah. he would have waited a few years he could have got a free burger from five guys, <laughs> got five guys. invested Jeez. this is the best product placement ever yeah great um i, I hope to pick him up as a sponsor one day that'd be great <laughs> by the way i'm grilling paul a little bit because i was telling him in a pre-show that like this is the first time we have him on that there isn't a thing associated with it like him being here the first time around it was like oh my god we have paul jackman on let's interview him and then it was the uh the show coming out netflix show and which is wait you had a netflix show yeah he had a netflix show yeah really yeah how to catch a murderer (laughs) oh yeah they never caught him it was great Mm. um i'm still yeah it was making fun you should check it out if you haven't seen it so you know try to lock down season two for them and this is the first time we have him on where we could just like banter and actually ask him like hey tell us about pallets (laughs) <laughs> like, Toast about it? pallets. What is it you actually? Nobody do? ever asked me about those. Yeah, I know. That's why we're here. Yeah, yeah. I don't want to know. Ne- next thing you know, somebody's going to use a tired joke about like 100 <laughs> duck-sized horses or something. Yeah, <laughs> can you imagine? <laughs> <laughs> Idiots. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, so <laughs> the only the only <laughs> listeners dumber than AWP fans are my fans. <laughs> That tracks. Trans, transition. You want me to talk about that now? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. No. Are you. Yeah. Do it about what's on your bench. You had some drama happen. Let's let's keep this going. I just want to talk about how dumb my fans are. This is great. All right. <laughs> do I seem like a jerk or what? Mm. Uh, not all of them, but the people that respond to, to Instagram stickers, at least, are, a, you know, a, a certainly, you know, selected demographic of my viewers. Of my fans, I can't understand was making. So I was making all these boxes for the French Cleat Wall, and I was put out a, a call to action. I was like, "Hey, what other things could I make to attach to this wall? What other brackets would be useful?" Because I wanted to like design these and then like put them on my website. Like, hey, you guys make these two with your laser. And one of them was a glove holder. So I was like, "Hey, what size is your glove box? Go to your shop, measure your your disposable glove box. <clears throat> Give me the width, length, and the height, so I can make sure that this will fit everybody's glove box, not just mine, but." You know, everybody can make universal glove box holder. Why don't I just call it a everybody glove compartment? That. Mm. that will be the name on my website. Right. Is the glove compartment <laughs> whitehouse.com slash glove the glove compartment. compartment sounds like a terrible <laughs> bar downtown. So I'm going to read off here. I have a screenshot of eight responses that I got to that question of give me the dimensions of your glove box, your disposable oh, glove box. God. First response, extra large. I knew it. <laughs> the second response, eight and five eighths, four. So that was a real answer. The next response, two and a half by four, three quarter, real answer. Next one, nine and five eighths, blah, blah, blah. Next one was millimeters. Uh, what the next one said tape dispenser. Tape dispenser. <clears throat> and then the, the final two responses were XXL. <laughs> so that's four out of eight. I'll do the math for you. That's 50%. Oh. Leave the math to the math guy. Yeah. It was just... 50%. Got it. <laughs> Checks out. 
check my math. Yeah. <laughs> I could be wrong. Now, I think let me wrong. say this. If you are a baseball player and you hit 50% of the hits, you're batting 500. That's good. Just saying. Yes. You miss 50% of the shots you don't take. Yeah. Wayne Gretzky. Yep. <clears throat> you miss 50% of the shots you don't. No, you already said that. Never mind. Yeah, go on. Yeah. Yep. Three doors down. Three doors down. <laughs> oh, this is terrible. That's what's on my bench. That is right. The people, uh, the people that make it possible for me to make a living doing this, I'm making fun of them right now. <laughs> no, only fifty percent of them, though, Paul. Well, yeah, fifty percent of the people that respond to Instagram stickers. Pete, what are you up to these you days? Know, all this talking, you'd think that I would actually write down what's on my bench, um, but I'd not. So I'm just gonna like figure it out as we Wing talk. It? I'm That's definitely what I do every week. not stalling while I'm thinking of things that I did this week. So, all right, all right. No, but uh, this week's been kind of busy, but also uh, I hit one of my once quarterly burnout. Multiple day stretches where, like, for three days, I basically I created no content, I consumed no content, I did no projects, um, and was just beating myself up that I wasn't doing anything, even though I had like stuff to do. It's like the closer I got to like all the things I had to get done, I was just like shut down. I was like, you know what? I'm just burned out. I need to like take a day off. They've been, I've been pretty good about not burning out and not taking on too much, but. Uh, so it's been like less and less happening, less and less. But this time it just caught up with me. And I was like, I don't want to do anything. I sat down. I played video games. I watched TV. I took naps, took I done do naps in the middle of the day. Daily. I know, but I, you know, we're different. And also you have the time to do it because this is your full time thing. So you can work it in. But I'm True. also working a, di- a day job on top of it. Uh, on top of that, work was kind of crazy because we're short staffed. Somebody was sick. And basically I pulled like a 18 hour shift yesterday at work again, which Oof. Isn't too crazy, but it's from like 8 a.m. to midnight. I'm on call. What do you mean so. that's not too crazy? That is insane. It, well, work wasn't like crazy, crazy. It was just like just consistently oh. busy most of the day. And then in the afternoon. I thought you were saying working 18 hours isn't crazy. I'm no, like, that is it, crazy. It's crazy. That's the definition I'll, of crazy. I'll take no it. No big deal. <laughs> and not to brag or anything. Not to brag or anything, but I'll take that over time. But coming out of this slump that I was in, I went into like full, like, I usually get these hyper-focused moments afterwards where I'm just like knocking out projects. I got some designs together. I've been listing stuff nonstop uh, for like the last week, nonstop, like three items or four items on Etsy. Uh, So I got a bunch of sales on that. The pre-holiday sale, you guys always hear me talk about Etsy and like whatever Etsy daddy says, you Etsy daddy do. It's my little slogan. So they were like, hey, you want to join our pre-holiday event? You just have to list your items for, I think, 20 or 25% off, something ridiculous, and run it for three weeks. And I'm like, that's a big hit, and that's a long time. And then they're going to have to, they're going to ask you, or they're already asking for Cyber Monday or whatever sale. Yeah, and I then they're going to do the holiday sale. So basically, wherever I can absorb that, um, that discount, I'm just listing all of it. So I'm part of this sale now, and it, it helps. Like, I'm seeing an uptick in sales now. What if? What if? What if you raise the prices on everything that you're going to put in that sale? And then working retail like half of my life and seeing that happen, I don't feel good about it. So I never will. I will never do it. If I can't. Man, you got to either. You either sink or swim, Petey. You know what? I will be treading water, which is, I guess, swimming. So I'm swimming. I'm swimming. 
There you go. Doggy but, paddle. Dumb doggy paddle. You have to, <laughs> occasionally get a mouthful. You have to discount, do you have to discount all your listings? No, no. So you just, whatever, whatever items fall under that, <clears throat> you're, you know, uh, essentially if somebody searches for something or if they search, say, uh, search the sale itself, like, like mm-hmm. a pre-holiday sale, you click it and you're going to be highlighted at the top. You know, every little thing you do that Etsy likes or they're trying to get going helps you in the listing. So if you are free shipping or free U.S. shipping, at least it bumps you a little bit. If you have the right keywords, good pictures, all that fun stuff. So this that you know, reminds me. Yeah, I need to do that. I'm glad you brought that up because uh, and, and I'm going to backtrack a little bit. No, and I'm sorry. Between door glue ups, Isaiah and I have building the been building the crap out of cutting boards we literally have like 18 cutting boards sitting hmm. over there finished that are ready to go that i need to list so i think i'm going to do that i'm going to list those at a little bit of a higher price point yep and <clears throat> sign up for that sale and hopefully yeah list them higher. at least one or two no i mean take advantage of the traffic a lot of people are shopping early i've been you know ranting on here that uh christmas is around the corner i've been saying it since july because if you sell products, people are shopping in July. Like I had people request ornaments in July, which is kind of bonkers, you know. So, and ironically, I listed ornaments and none of them are selling. So, yay. But, you know, it's up there. It's, I'm listing items. And the more you list, the more you'll see traffic coming to your shop. So this week, between the sale, between that. Uh, and for some reason, my video started popping off, my Etsy video. Because a lot of people messaged me about like, hey, thanks for all the tips on the video, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like cool that was like six months ago but i guess the video is popping off right now so people are coming to my my um uh, my etsy so it's been a good week it's been a really good week and i'm hoping that the numbers stay the way they are i am trying to double the number of listings i have uh, by the end of the year just to try to you know get ahead of the holiday season because usually this time of the year is when i make most of my like spending cash for the year you know like if it's a good holiday season i can buy a laser next year again daddy needs that money <laughs> Another one. Another one. No, I'm, I'm very, like, honestly, there's no, like, the next thing I'm really saving up for is, like, a shop on the property. But we'll we'll see, you know, long-term goal. Um, so yeah. I've been... Be- it's, cutting, it's cutting board season. It's though. cutting board season. So I have a bunch of It's the time to make cutting pre-made. boards. Absolutely. I've, also... I'm working on my fourth cutting board of the season right now. I've got three cutting boards down. Why don't you... <laughs> cutting boards are just tiny doors without hinges. It's just fancy door blanks. <laughs> please 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 sit down, sit down, sit down. speaking of cutting boards okay i i forget whose page i saw this on but somebody turned their so somebody made a 3d cutting board uh, or a an ingrain cutting board they turned it on their side and they 3d carved uh breasts on Oh the yeah, board on, all around the edge. Did you see that? Yeah, I forget the guy's account. Uh, his his thing right now is carving boobies into different. Yeah, I went to his page. Vases and things. <laughs> he's carving a lot of uh, um, a lot of boobies. T- man, I gotta say, man, they're really nice. Those things are tits. <laughs> <laughs> see what I did there? Because I, I can't remember awesome. the account name, but I am yeah, blanking on it too. There. But there's someone out there because he has a five axis CNC. No, four four axis CNC. So he's got the rotary, and right. he. He just mills them up, and I mean they look very nice when they're finished. <laughs> I mean they look good. Right. Anyway. Talk amongst I, yourself. Anyways, so I'm gonna find the. I'm gonna find the yeah, you'll find the account. <laughs> so aside from that, I'm kind of <laughs> your time. Yeah, I'm. I'm mentally prepping for. Uh, I stupidly agreed to do two craft fairs uh, with uh, 
one of the people that called in, uh, Jake Vance, Jacob Vance, Vance Refrigeration. Um, yeah, so my buddy Jake from JV Woodworks, he got me to do two fairs, and I agreed to both because I don't know how to say no. So those are going to be in December, but I decided I'm not taking on any commissions in December at all. I'm just pretty much whatever I make, I'm going to sell, and that's it. I want to take December off for myself. Dan, you found it the account. Birch Told Design Thank Build. You. That's the one. Birch Told Design Build. Yep. One word. Nicholas Birch Told. Yeah. So uh, uh, definitely interesting account. Um, I, yeah. I I only saw it because Luke in the garage. He did a duet with the oil uh, Luke video. In the garage. He was oiling them. <laughs> he, yeah. He goes. I got to call the lube guy. <laughs> that real is that real made me laugh. Luke is it was uh, hilarious. But Luke's, Luke's I was like, oh, dude. that's interesting. I loved meeting him too. It was so nice to finally meet him. Uh, Paul just found the page. <laughs> that's pretty great. Luke is a great guy. Uh, meeting him in person was uh, super fun. If anyone's yeah, confused, Luke was, that Luke was, was a great He was the guy handing out the three D printed uh, truck nuts, <laughs> miniature ones, miniature ones. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You could put them on your shoe. Yeah, or your car, or your car, <laughs> or your car. You know, that'd be like life size for some people. On on my way home, I stopped at my grandmother's house, <laughs> and my aunt was there, and I attached one to the back of her Honda Fit. <laughs> And there's been no mention of it yet. She didn't know I did it. I don't know if she'll listen to this. She might not. My mom might listen to this. She might tell her. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, no. Your mother's going to listen to this. <laughs> Hi, Mama <There's> some... Jackman. <laughs> Remember your intro music? Mom, look at me. I'm on radio. <laughs> internet radio. Internet radio. That's actually how I explain it to me. my parents. I have an internet radio show because they don't know what a podcast is. I mean, that's you know Howard Howard Stern, kind of like that. They don't know Howard Stern. basically, yeah. basically Howard Stern over here. <laughs> um, and what else? Um, uh, I think that's kind of been it. Yeah, I just had a burnout, a few like three three days of burnout, and now like hyper. Actually, you I'm gonna have oh, to buy new tires. <laughs> yeah, no, not yet, not yet. No, you you do it until the Lincoln's head is shown or so whatever. I don't know. Okay. Tire joke. Uh, I'm getting tired <laughs> of this. The last thing I'm kind of dealing with is Sedge uh, from Sedge Tool, uh, Brian Sedgley, uh, posted about these clips that I made for the Festool clamps, and he posted it, and it popped off in my shop, and there's a lot of people that ordered it, and I found a flaw with it, and they've been cracking when put under certain pressure, and I refuse to ship out a product that could potentially be breaking on a customer, so I have like a 100 plus that I need to send out. Not oh. orders, but like the of the clips, and um, I need to make sure they're perfect. So I, I got, I think I finally worked out a batch that works great. It's just I learned a lot about three D printing and numbers of the walls, perimeters, infill, all that stuff. I played around with all the different specs just to try to make this thing the most hardy thing it could be because I don't want it to break. So that was a fun thing. Basically, rapid prototyping just to try to figure out. There's one that's wrapping up right now. So when we finish, I'm going to go grab, test it out. If it's good, I'm just going to put that into production because I got to get these things out um, because the shop's popping off and uh, going into the busy season. And uh, yeah, that's about it. Sorry, it's a lot of Etsy stuff because that's just kind of been running my life lately. And there they are. Look, if you're not watching this on YouTube, yep. you won't see so the, he's tiny, the tiny little truck nuts Paul put on the Honda the Honda Prius. Fit. Or Honda Fit. Oh, Honda wait. Prius? Paul, fix your face. Oh, no. Uh, there we go. Anyone watching the video, uh, Paul's using a filter, but he has a skateboard deck behind him with his face on it. 
So the filter's just been on that deck the whole time. <laughs> you want to show them the change real quick? Oh, there it is. <laughs> I got I got tricks. Shout out shout out to Jim Ether who painted that. He's oh, amazing. That's awesome. Hold on, that's gonna be a clip. Because <laughs> that, that's when I made the Palwood skateboards. There's one right there. And I made that as like a test from just regular maple veneer, just to make sure I knew how to do the glue up before I did it on all this veneer that I made myself. And he's like, hey, I want to paint one of those. So I sent him that one and he painted my face on it. <laughs> that is, it's, it's amazing. Yeah. And it's so good that it picks up these filters. <laughs> it's so funny when it like yours wouldn't work and we're like, what happened? And I'm like, oh, it's on the thing. <laughs> In the pre-show, it was hilarious. Yeah, watch the pre-show. Was happening. It was great. <laughs> Uh, see us realize what's happening. I apologize for all the awkward silences. We were not warmed up yet. We're, yeah, we're three guys acting like it was two guys. So three five plus guys? two is five. Five yeah, guys. Yeah. Well, math tracks. It was the it, it's the DP and DP at night show featuring Paul Jackman. It's Dan yeah. and Pete. That's what we call it when Mike's not here. Yeah. So Whitehouse.com slash DP DP Jackman. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> Hi mom. Hi mom. All right. Um, that's it for my what's on a bench. Uh, should we go into questions? Yes. <laughs> kind of got go off into track questions. here. Questions. Good uh, lord. Oh my god. All right. So how uh, long have we been doing this? I don't know. We've just been rambling. So the first one is from Kamani. Hey there, Dan, Pete, other guy who's not my real dad. Uh, my question this week is about determining wood species. So there's a place near my house that has a sign up saying, you know, the pallets they have are free. So they are really nice looking pallets and I've been collecting them and just burning them. Uh, and not for like warmth or anything like that, just to watch the flames take them over and hear the crackle of the fire. Um, so I've been thinking lately, like maybe there's other ways I can use this material so my question is, how do you determine the species of wood in the palette? Because not all palettes are made out of the same type of wood. So, yeah, you know, if I wanted to do a project with them, maybe, you know, make a piece of usable furniture and then maybe burn it later. Um, what, uh, what steps can I do? How can I try to figure out the species of wood being used in the palette so I can use it for its best current purpose paul would you like to go first i feel like i mean dan knows i feel like dan should answer this first well uh he wants to know how do you determine the wood species not how to burn them i think he's got that down sounds it sounds like it anyway (laughs) i thought you'd give him some pointers (laughs) i thought you'd give him some pointers on burning pallets uh remember paul pete is the one who burned pallets when we were in jersey not me he forgave Um, me I'm trying to give you some credit here. <laughs> okay. Anyway, uh, it helps to it helps to know your wood species from the get go. I mean, you know, after a while of w- working the wood, <laughs> you you tend to know what wood is wood. What wood is what? I mean, what wood is wood? <laughs> I do a podcast. Yep, that's wood. <laughs> you know after a while you can look at a, uh, a board and go okay that's ash that's walnut that's maple that's cherry that's mahogany it, it it doesn't take long i mean the only hiccups are like probably you know some exotic stuff but other than that i don't know how you do it you you put it on the internet and you say something wrong right paul yeah, yeah so paul how do, how yeah, do you, you give it the wrong answer yeah you give the internet the wrong answer and they'll run with it 
Yeah. We're not we're not kidding. That's how you do it. <laughs> I was joking around about it in a pre show. Like, yeah, you just say like, so, oh, this is I think I think this is walnut and it's clearly just like pine. <laughs> I've I've gotten to the point where people think I can just identify any wood just by looking at it for half a second. So I'll I'll whenever I do a pallet project, I plane them all down and then I pick one of every species just to see what I've had. And it was like, oh, it's just kind of cool to see the library of pallet wood that you got from from the library of pallet wood. That's like the library of Congress. Uh, show title. I have a library of pallet wood. <laughs> no, 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 we're still going with bourbon age mayo. <laughs> I I actually cut a little hexagon out of every piece of a species of pallet that I find, and I have a little pallet library. You do one little chunk of every species. I remember that. Which is probably at this point thirty five pieces. Isn't it what kind of inspired maybe? the the hexagon wall? Yeah, kind of. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, what was the question? How, how do you how, how do you identify? So how do you them? determine the? So. I'll, I'll usually lay them all out, and then I, I like to show stories. It's just show what's in a pallet. Because a lot of people are just like, oh, that's junk. I don't want that. It's grimy. I don't want to touch it. So I go through, and it's like, oh, this is ash. This is oak. This is maple. Like, it's this is walnut. It's like all this really nice stuff. And then I just start making up names. And it's like, oh, this this is uh, uh, purple grape jam. This is, <laughs> like, I'll just, like, it's less obvious than that. And I sound like I know what I'm talking about. So nobody ever questions it. And I like put this out there as a joke, just like Haha, people are going to laugh at this. And then people just watch and they're like, oh, really? That's that's Juneberry. That's cool. <laughs> <laughs> Before you know it, uh, people are going to other people are going to be asking, hey, what is this? And other people are going to be commenting. Well, that's Juneberry. Juneberry. And they're going to they're going <laughs> to say it with like authority. You yeah. Know? yeah, I've seen that. Before. So what you're Jun- saying that's is obviously Juneberry lie with authority. Is that what I'm getting here? Yeah, so that's the thing, is you have to give the confidence. wrong answer, but without confidence if you want the right answer. Wow. There's so much to unpack here. <laughs> mm. This is dense. Much like Dan's door. Well, let me ask the uh, <laughs> the the dumb Jackman follower question. Uh, Ooh, aren't, yeah. aren't they... <laughs> we're going with a the theme here. No, but are, is there any markings on a palette? Because, I mean, obviously, there's all the different stuff that's stamped on there. Is there any markings on a palette that actually tell you what wood it might be? No. <laughs> Stupid Why would they not do next? That? It's like next. they don't assume that you're gonna like take it up. Next, <laughs> next. Um, that's... no. There are markings <laughs> that let you know if it's had like toxic chemicals on it, though, right? Yeah. yeah. So there, there's a stamp on the side of every pallet, or mostly every pallet. It'll tell you the uh, how it was treated, usually heat treated or methyl bromide, which is a chemical. Mm. You probably want to stay away from those. Uh, HT is heat treated. I've heard and then that you can a, make shot glasses out of the methyl bromine ones, though. Only if they're methyl bromine. <laughs> okay. You can use yeah. them once. <laughs> yeah. It keeps the alcohol in the alcohol. <laughs> My fave. <laughs> but uh, on, on that stamp, there's like a country code, usually. It's like a two-code, uh, you know, two-letter country code, and you can tell where the palette came from, where it was built. So, like, MX is Mexico. You know, there's all sorts. Every country has a two-digit PL is Poland. Two letter, two letter code. There you go. Yep. We learned something today. It's all pierogi wood. So that kind of that doesn't tell you what species it is, but a lot of times when I'm looking through the stacks, if I see something that's from like South America or whatever, it's like that's probably something good, and I'll make sure that I pay attention to that to see what's in it. But actually identifying the species, there's like the common, you know, a couple dozen species that kind of everybody knows. 
And then beyond that, it's Juneberry. Uh, it's, it's a roll of the dice. I want to sound smarter than I am, but nobody knows. It's like there's wooddatabase.com slash White House. <laughs> and Whitehouse.com slash uh, wood database. <laughs> so hold on, hold on to your shorts. Wooddatabase.com is a database of wood species. What? Hang on, hang on, I'm writing down. Shocker. Database. Wood. Species. Okay. Mm. So you can categorize it by like the density, by the color. So you can kind of like whittle it down. It's like, oh, this one's like kind of yellowy in color. You check the yellowish box. That's what it says, yellowish. (laughs) And then that'll that'll give you all the ones that are. So it's very scientific. Yeah. Yellowish. It gives you a general idea. They have some little sample photos of the wood with oil, without oil, and then the end grain. Oh, so that's actually that. handy. A lot, of, a lot of times it's easiest to get to figure out the species from the end grain, which seems counterintuitive, but is one of the questions, see, does it taste like Juneberry? The I don't think the taste is in there, but the scent does it smell like Juneberry? Yeah. <laughs> That's actually that's a, so that's the, that's good to know. That's my favorite berry, by the way. Sir. I'm I'm that just gonna uh, parrot what these two said. That's no, I, at the the Wood Library, um, is that what it was? Lumber Wood? No, it's Wood Library. Okay, Wood Library of Congress. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, no, that's actually uh, that's a neat one because I didn't think about that. And I I actually like your your regional like check what country it's from. It's probably a good bet that you're gonna get an exotic. Uh, so yeah. yeah, because exotics to us are probably like pine to them. It's their pine. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, so whatever is near the pallet factory, that's what's the cheapest because it's right there. They don't want to bring a tree in. They just go across the road, hack hack a tree down, bring it in, make a pallet out of it. Uh, is that what is yeah. that why they call it hackberry? Is just a berry tree that's just been hacked down? Yeah. Cool. Also, I'm learning so much. All right. Um, that's it. Should we go to the next one? Pallets. Yeah. Mm. They're all they're all gray usually because <laughs> they're sitting outside. So what I do is I have my Leatherman. I take the knife out and I scrape it kind of like a card scraper. Was, and that way you can actually see I was going to say, do you use like a hand plane like. or something and clean them up to see? Yeah. And so up. that's they're usually like in the back of the store. I'm like scraping it with a knife to <laughs> like see what a the crack grain is. <laughs> yeah. That, it's like nobody nobody open that back door, please. You don't want to see this. <laughs> and I'm just like, He's got- like this scraping. I'm scraping the pallet. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, the, what are you doing on a Friday night? Let's just see the- <laughs> <laughs> Um, but it works because like a pine pallet looks the same as a it does no i've definitely when it's under the sun for i've bought wood that i thought was just filthy oak or ash or whatever somebody was just like getting rid of all this wood 200 bucks and it's like a bunch of boards and like all this clearly just filthy whatever and it's like no it's like water damaged and dirty walnut and it just looks like Mm. dirty ash but like yes you never know what you'll get that dirty ash though you need a bidet bidet (laughs) the tea is extra loud Mm. All right. Speaking of the silent tea is really speaking of the tea is extra loud. Yeah. Speaking of the silent tea, it's Oma from S makes because the tea's silent. S makes. Oh, I thought we were not saying the first letter of the weird word. There's no sound that no one knows. What does the French say? Hey guys, it's Thomas here. So secret guest, huh? I hope it's Pat. I mean. Jack Pullman is fine, but look at his blue eyes. Look at that beard. Look at that sma- Ah, no, never mind. But he knows how to turn wood and he speaks French. 
perfection. All right, so here's my question. I made a workbench uh, almost a year ago from the cheapest lumber pine I could find at the moment. And after using it and abusing it, it's now in a very bad shape. I sent you a photo earlier, so you know. It's not even flat anymore. I'd like to plane it down, make it flat again, just like earth, and screw from the bottom a sheet of plywood with that black film on it. Um, I think it's used to make cement pour, and I think it's great because glue won't stick to it. Now the problem is, is that I like to clamp things on the workbench, and I fear it might be too slippery. What do you think? By the way, if it was Paul Jackman, don't worry, you are still the stickers at the top of my border. Merci, bisous bisous. This is French accent. Is he French? No, he just likes the accent. No, 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 I hate the accent. But I can get rid of it. I'm stuck with the accent. He added an Easter egg at the end. <laughs> <laughs> He's getting better. I love it. The voice is going to be five minutes long next He week. caught me off guard because he he said something like, it, it's flat just like the earth, or I need it flat just <laughs> like the earth. I didn't hear that in the preview. <laughs> Wait, I missed that. <laughs> oh, that's great. Uh, uh, earth is flat. Yeah, I'm glad people right. agree. Don't worry. I'll edit out my voice where I'm talking over him. No, no. It's, uh, it's no, it uh, never happened. I don't know what you're talking about. I don't know. So, anyway. Uh, I'll I'll take this one. So as far as the workbench, so it's a solid workbench. What's on the top layer, like obviously looks rough right now. Uh, I love the Matt Cremona approach to a workbench, which is, you know, he makes beautiful workbenches, all that. And he just beats them up to hell and then sands them. And then whatever can is almost empty. That's what he finishes it with. That's literally his approach. It's like, whatever is, ah, this is almost, this poly's almost done. Let me use that. And that's how he finishes it off. So workbench is meant to be beat up. Your workbench looks like you actually work on it. Uh, there's yes. a, if you're watching a video, we were showing the, the photo of it. So I would say uh, if you do want the the look of the, uh, so we call it Formica here, but it's a brand name, uh, basically. Formica, is like, it's like saying Kleenex or Xerox or whatever. Um, so Formica is Melamine. melamine. Um, it's basically melamine. You're right. Yeah. So it's, uh, it's not, it's not necessarily like super smooth. It actually has a bit of a very fine texture to it. Very fine. And, and you're not going to find that stuff slips on it. Stuff will move across it cause it's smooth, smooth ish and it's flat. But if you clamp stuff to it, it's not really going to move. I wouldn't worry about it too, too much. Um, and I, I highly recommend it. I think Dan, you have a workbench that's got something like that on it too. Three workbenches that have melamine not, on them. Not counting the doors. No, not counting the doors <laughs> or the three doors before. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I clamp stuff to those benches all the time and it's never a problem. But they are great because glue don't stick to them. Yeah. I mean, I mean, it'll stick to it a little bit, but it comes right off with like a little Just bit scrape of scraping. It. Exactly. Yeah. Mine, mine's a, a – it's not like the fancy melamine. It's actually an old cafeteria – table that a school was throwing out and i just took the top because it's just like a crappy base oh and that's asbestos you might want to no <laughs> it's just like plywood and then it's got the the melamine top on it and it's great like everything just pops right off of it and just once in a while i i scrape it or i'll even like sand it very lightly with some like beat up sandpaper on a nice high grit and it's it's as good as new and nothing sticks to it and you don't really have to like refinish it but i uh, actually i did pick up a roll after i saw casey reeves do it 
a four by eight roll of uh, from black formica melamine, and it's like it wasn't even that expensive. It came in a giant box. like just the veneer, just the veneer. Yeah, so I got the glue and everything, and I'm gonna put it over my workbench. I'm gonna go with a black top, so I'm pretty excited for it because he he did all his jigs and sleds all have that black formica. Oh, on that's it. right. Yeah, yeah, and okay. it looks really it looks really cool, and um, yeah, I'm excited to do it. Uh, Paul. My workbench is pallet wood. Coward. No. And I just want to say it's not because he made it out of junky pine. I think it just it's a wood workbench, yeah. so it's not gonna get out of level over time. Yeah. So I wouldn't worry about what it's made out of. Level it with a sander or a block plane or whatever. You know, or even a router sled. Yeah, router sled works mm-hmm. great. Because I've I've done that to mine too. I've leveled mine, I think, once or twice now. What I used for a finish on mine was epoxy. Cool. Not like a tabletop epoxy. I just regular like two to one epoxy resin. I poured it on and then I squeegeed it out, let it soak in and then just squeegeed any excess off. So it soaked into the surface and it went, you know, fairly deep. So now when I do get glue on there, it doesn't stick because the epoxy is soaked into the wood. So the glue can't soak into the wood. And you don't have a problem clamping anything to it. It's not just slippery. No. Yeah. Cause it's, I squeegee all the extra off. So there's not like a film of epoxy. It's just anything just that's soaked in. In that top to, layer. To oh, table. I see. I see yeah. what you're saying. I got you. Yeah, but Tomah, I wouldn't worry about it too much because like, it, there's no way that you've made it unflat. You just put divots in it. Because if it was flattish from the beginning, it's still flat. It just has dents in it. That's all it is. So once you sand it out, especially if you put a Formica top on it or Melamine top on it. It's, it's got really character now. It's got character. Yeah. Honestly, th- I think it looks great. I think you should just sand it. And just hit it with some kind of like epoxy or, or even just a varnish or whatever spray like, lacquer. Like what you said, I like the Matt Cremona approach. You know, just yeah. put something on it that you're almost out of, like whatever is running low. Mm-hmm. It doesn't have to be good. Yeah, it's a workbench. Yeah, yeah. And yours actually looks like you use it, so I'm proud of you. Very good job. And also, thank you for the Easter egg. <laughs> uh, all right, so next oui, oui. we have. Uh, <laughs> Just sweet Paul Jackman. Yeah, and then he did the what is it? Booty booty at the end or bussy bizu 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 bizu. All right, next we got Adam Barnett. Hey guys, Adam here from Barnett Builds. So I have a question this week, and it is specifically for Mike. No one else, just Mike. All right, as the year is coming to an end, and we're going into the holidays, do you have any? goals for your business through the rest of the year and through the holidays and then do you have any major goals for the beginning or first quarter of 2023 can't wait to hear your answer mike bye thanks a lot mike thanks mike yeah that was great um (laughs) actually since we we have the guest host on paul you want to you want to Talk about your goals for the rest of the year, maybe early next year. Any projects you got? Do you make goals, Paul? I don't, I don't make goals. I make See? gold medals. <laughs> I, I just know I'm going to die eventually, so I just try okay, not to okay. worry about that. Plan, See, plan ahead. Paul, me and Paul, me and Paul are like this. Right? Hopefully sooner rather than later. Goals are friends. <laughs> <laughs> what? No. Uh, and we're sad. <laughs> um. Thanks for that, Mike. That was that was good. I'm so excited about all your goals. Um, <laughs> Thanks, Mike. <laughs> I, I try not to keep long-term goals. I think long-term goals are stupid. And that's, I think, contradictory to what a lot of people think. But No, I'm, I'm on like, board with that. 
I I can't plan out more than like a couple months ahead. Like realistically. Things change so much. Like why make a go if they're going to get destroyed? Yeah. I kind of have like a vague <laughs> idea what I'm going to do through the year. And I know like exactly what I'm going to do for the next month. And that's it. I have no idea where I'll be in two years, three years. Anywhere further you than that. might be a regular Probably on a show. Underwater. I'll be underwater. <laughs> <laughs> you might be a regular on the show, and then, you know, like, really, things would be really rough. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then I'll die. And then one day, okay. you'll die. Yeah. So It'll all end. That is one thing we that all, all of our guests have in common, is that they were on a show, and one day, they're guaranteed to die. So just do with that information what you will. Anyways, we're looking mm. for guests. <laughs> Justin, maybe you'll die eventually. So. <laughs> <laughs> um... <laughs> Shout out to Justin Maybe who will die in the future. <laughs> Oof. All right. So you just call him Maybe. All right. Um, I'm gonna. Well, I'm gonna throw a wrench into, into things and say I. Everything I do, I do short term, but with the five years in the future in mind. So I've I've learned. I've I was never a long term plan guy, but I now try to think of like. Everything I'm doing now, it's all these little things. I'm just focused on like the next week or two or whatever. But like, I keep thinking about where I want to be because somehow this whole manifestation thing has like worked for me. And I've just been thinking about the things I want to do and they somehow happen without me like planning for them. I'm just, they're in the back of my mind, you know, like Jackman wanted to own a five guys and now he had, he owns five guys. So he, the closer you get, closer you get, you know, one guy, they don't ask how they ask how many, I think, I don't know. That's not, a you don't eat the whole apple. It's one bite at a time. Bite at a time. Mm. Yeah. So one guy at a time. Yep. <laughs> and then you get five guys. Whitehouse.com slash one guy at a time. And they're they're Such running a sale. Guys. So uh, it's whitehouse.com slash jack off. So Jackman's got a coupon code. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, uh, with that, um, is uh, Jake with a very important question. Oh, what, Paul? You're pointing up. I want to... Give a shout out to Justin Maybe. Call me Maybe. He's got a YouTube channel where he's got a bunch of documentaries about makers. I'm going to be, I think, the next one. Ooh. He's working on editing. Ooh. So in my interview with him, I talked about this a little bit and how planning out into the future is not, I don't know, I don't think it's the best use of your time because you should just wait for stuff to fall in your lap. Seems a little privileged to say. It's a very, very Instagram simplified. model thing to say. Are you talking about? I know. Are you talking about Pat? But Pat Lap falls in your lap. Uh. Pat Lap falls in you. So things work out best for the people who make the best out of the way things work out. Very insightful. That was the most deep and confusing statement I've ever heard in my life. <laughs> That's the most deep thing that meant nothing. But making making the best out of the, the way things happen versus planning how things are going to happen. That's kind of the, the point of that. So watch Justin's documentary when he edits all that out. This doesn't make any sense because I, <laughs> I haven't seen it yet. Cause it's not done yet. I'm 100% making this a motivational post. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Next up is Jake from Vance refrigeration. Yeah. Yes. Uh, from JV refrigeration. Uh, he has a question for, our guest and um i just want everyone to know that he sent this in before knowing who was on 
Hi, another Woodshop Podcast. This is Jake from JV Woodworks. I have a question for your super secret mystery host. Uh, I have uh, just been wondering my whole life, uh, sir or madam, would you rather fight one horse-sized duck or 100 duck-sized horses? Let me know. This is very important. Thank you. <laughs> really, guys? I'm sorry. I'm so sorry. You you knew that was going to be a question, didn't you? Yeah. Yeah. You asked me to be on here. You know I hate you that. You asked joke. for hard hitting questions. You knew that was that was just going to piss me off. Like, why are you going to have that? Question you can't on duck here? out of this you one. I'm going to be on here. Quit horsing around and answer it. <laughs> <laughs> Three ducks down. Three ducks. <laughs> Ninety seven to go or something. Oh, I should have leaned into that better. I should have made a whole story out of that. <laughs> like you survived a duck attack. Uh, I would I would take a hundred duck sized horses and I would I would kick one and I would punch the second one and the third one I would break its neck and then I'd be like, hey, I got three duck sized horses down. <laughs> that's that's that was good. That was good. I should have gone with no 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 scratch. No, it's fine. No, it's good. I honestly I, I would have Kryptonite. Said, you would have grabbed the first duck and then promised it. Lure it in with your fame of Netflix and promise it also more fame on Netflix for them if they fight on your side and then just keep doing that to every duck until you have a little army of ducks. Duck-sized horses, I mean. of duck-sized horses. Yeah, an army of ducks. And I'm the leader. I'm the leader of the cult of duck-sized horses. Yeah. <laughs> just, just going off the rail. Mike's going to be listening to this later and be like, what? <laughs> The hell? I'm never leaving those two alone ever again. <laughs> January 6, 2020. Okay, have you overthrow the government <laughs> with duck-sized horses? <laughs> okay, so there's there's like a, a new sort of like trend on TikTok where the question is somewhat similar to that. And it's would you rather fight eight 100-year-olds or 108-year-olds? And the, the, I saw this one where a guy answered and he's like 108 year olds. No problem. It's not about it's not about if I could do it. It's I hate kids. It's <laughs> 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 hilarious. Anyway, sorry. I will uh, But yeah, take answer that question. 100 year olds. Yeah, I'd seem cuz that's, that's pretty obvious. I'll ask right? them like, any questions and then and then they'll just stop and start telling me a story. Distraction. Yeah. I well, just feel like they'd be easier to beat into the ground. <laughs> yeah, that too. Um, all right. So last question is, oh, Andrew Smith, uh, Dan, you want to read that one? I got this because you, I can read. You have received uh, it. I have. I have it right here, right in front of me. It says, uh, like, did you say it was from Andrew Smith? Because uh, it is. Yes, it is. I, you confirmed it just now. All right. He says, I have a large piece of hickory I am using for a small tabletop. It has a crack or a check running with the grain through the middle of the section I want to use as a top. It doesn't appear deep, nor does it impact the strength of the panel. The crack runs 16 inches to 18 inches along a 22-inch top, but does not appear to go through the piece. What is the best way to stabilize this crack or check? Uh, is there a benefit to using epoxy over CA glue in said crack or check? Since this is a tabletop, are there durability concerns that would favor one solution over the other? Thank you. So Aww. I have a question oh, about that Go question. Ahead, uh, when he says the crack runs 16 to 18 inches along a 
the 22 inch top is it 22 inch wide or 22 inch long i think and he's the crack saying it's running... 22 22 inches overall in length but the crack is 16 to 18 of those inches okay i guess so it goes most of the way most across. of the way across yeah. so like yeah, like 80% of the way across or 90%, whatever the math is there. Hmm. 90%. Because he said tabletop, so I was thinking maybe it's like, oh, it's 22 yeah. inches wide. And Paul, Paul checked out the math. Yeah, it's checked the math. 90, 92.8%. Yeah, Paul, well, how would you <clears throat> stabilize that? I don't know. I mean, like a thin CA glue could probably work to fill in. I don't know if it would. I would be worried about the crack growing more with the CA glue not holding it. You could use like a penetrating epoxy maybe. That would soak in and maybe bind the wood together a little bit better. Yeah, I think I like that idea. Guess how I yeah. would stabilize it. Just guess. Just take Get a, a wild guess. Chilada. <laughs> Throw it away. Burn it. Chilada. Nailed it. <laughs> Chilada. Bow ties, yo. Put in a couple bow ties before you fill it with uh, whatever you're going to fill it with. I know it's a shameless also, plug, but I agree with him. I would fill it with epoxy over CA glue. I, he doesn't say how wide the crack is. I'm assuming it's fairly wide, actually, for some reason, in my head. It just seems But he like said it doesn't go all the way through, did he not? So then if yeah. it doesn't go all the way through, that would technically be Not appear be to go check, through yeah. the piece, yeah. Um, I, I still would fill it with epoxy after I put bow ties in it, just because I feel like epoxy is more durable. CA glue, once it's uh, cured, it's very hard and brittle. And it will crack over time, especially with the wood movement. I think you have a better chance of longevity with epoxy. Yeah, I, I agree with that. My only concern is, depending on how wide that opening is, uh, he might have a hard time trying to pour it into the, the, the crack itself. Um, I highly recommend investing. You can just get them on Amazon. Syringes with very wide. They're not super <clears throat> wide. They're like a 16th of an inch probably a 30 seconds of an inch uh inside so you can actually pour or squeeze epoxy through it so i use those for filling cracks if i'm trying to really get it in there because otherwise you're having to mix a small batch put it on top wait for it to soak in and then pour it again and just keep doing that but the epoxy is going to start curing on you if you're just keeping it in a bucket uh and then if i'm misunderstanding and this is 22 inch top with wise because you mentioned tables so i'm kind of thinking like a coffee table so it's 22 inches wide maybe it's four feet long if it is something like that and there's 16 inches of like the full length you know if it i don't know maybe it's like a c channel or some kind of support in the bottom or some kind of depending on what the legs you're going to use is that going to help support it and you maybe don't have to worry about it as much so think about how you're going to be securing it to the base uh because that could dictate on how much actual support you need to provide jack boy couple of notes Flip it over and put it on the underside. Because it doesn't go all the way through. Okay. Note number two is penetrating epoxy is like very thin. It's very watery. So that can help you get into a crack if it's if it's not a big crack. And also, it'll make its way in there kind of like a thin CA glue. Yeah. Also, you can thin epoxy with acetone. Yeah. That's right. You can. Okay. I keep forgetting that. And that's post-mix, right? Yes. And Dan knows about all things thin. <laughs> Good one. Oh, that's a nice recovery. Yeah, because I've never actually thinned epoxy. That's a good point. So yeah, we talked about that when we had Mike Mills on, actually. Yeah. I yeah. Think. Interesting. Well, that's good to know. Yeah. I guess uh, you can... I think you... There's a limit of how much you can thin it, it's I think. It's probably 10%. I'm sure there is. Because we, we made yeah. a joke about spraying epoxy out of 
like an HBLP sprayer, and he said that you could do it if you thinned it. Technically, you can't. If you got a strong enough HVLP. They do, they do that with chopper guns for building boats. It's got like a fiberglass yeah, that yeah, chops yeah. up, and it sprays epoxy at the same time. That's oh, super wow. cool. Wild. Yeah. You can spray tomato juice through an HVLP. And you know this for reasons. <laughs> yeah, like why do you know this? <laughs> I, I want to say we talked about this, but maybe we didn't. It was on the Ask Cast, my short-lived podcast, and we were joking about what you could spray out of an HVLP, and one of our fans was like, I think you could spray tomato juice, and then he did it, and it worked, and he sprayed it on his face and in his mouth. Basically, you had a segment <laughs> called Will It Spray? Instead okay. of Will I think we probably, I think we probably talked about yeah, that. Yeah, like, oh, you did like talk red, about that segment. <laughs> we'll do a Red and Link type show. Will it HVLP? <laughs> Will it HVLP? <laughs> Get a thick enough nozzle, you should be fine. <laughs> as long as it doesn't have a as long as it's sifted, you'll be fine. Um, all right, that's all our questions, I think. <laughs> I think. Yeah. We're an hour 21 in. Oh, it's actually a good show. It's an um, okay show. Paul, how are you feeling? Uh, melancholy. Mm. On a scale of one to four doors, how many doors down do you feel? Uh, seven dust. Whoa. Wow. Jackson 5. Jackson okay. 5. <laughs> you should have seen the wheel spinning in my head. I was like, how quick can I come up with a band name that has a number? <laughs> well done. That was pretty good. Jackson 5. Avenge Sevenfold. J- Jackson 5, guys. Jackson 5. Ooh. I like it. I mean, you could call it that. Like a n- knockoff. Like, that's, that's my restaurant. <laughs> um, like in uh, Coming to America, it was like McDowell's across the street from a McDonald's. It'll be the, <laughs> the Jackman 5. Guys, comma, guys. <laughs> and then, of course, you have peanuts, though. You have to have the peanuts. Or, yeah. hear me out. Be- but, because but it's it's just, it's a burlap sack, and you open it up, and it's like the cartoon character peanuts inside of it. Okay. <laughs> or, <laughs> or, or, restaurant is just ironic. Or it's the foam it's things ironic. that you put in uh, packaging. Uh, a pirate's booty? Peanuts. Nope. That's what I put in mine. It's base. It's the same thing. Yeah. Or empty shells. Just the sh- you buy just the shells <laughs> from Five Guys. <laughs> the Actually, the empty shells that are that have been chewed up. You know, it make mm. uh, they'd be a little heavy. I was gonna say that'd be good packing material. Empty empty peanut shells. Can um, you buy those? Can is that an actual thing you can buy somewhere? You can buy anything. Would on there the be anything any use in you, in empty peanut? You can shells? buy Jackman bathwater online. Can you? Whitehouse.com slash Jackman water. <laughs> and with that. Yeah. <laughs> I, I want to know what like the peanut butter facilities do with the peanut shells. Um, they got to they gotta process them somehow. They probably burn it and use it as like fuel or something. Are they flammable? The Will it burn? I mean, segment. it's wood. <laughs> yeah, it's got to be like Ooh, a maybe, maybe you material. could recycle no them and turn it into that? OSB. <laughs> What if MDF is just peanuts ground up? It's peanut shells, yeah. Those peanut butter, they used it as a glue in certain cases. I mean, bro, hear me out here. Oh, we're hearing. We collect collect OSB. OS peanuts. We collect peanut shells. We grind them. We mix them with Titebond. Compress it. We make our own plywood. Boom, we're millionaires. It would be MDF at that point. It wouldn't be. It's the next Baltic Birch. It's the next Baltic Birch. 
It's <clears throat> move over, Vladimir. <laughs> <laughs> Suck it, Putin. <laughs> We're coming for your Baltic birch. <laughs> or, or the Italian, you know, palate dictator MAGA. Yeah, MAGA. <laughs> Sergio MAGA. Sergio MAGA. The, wanted, was that in the pre-show? I think that, that was in the pre-show. No, that was in the, was the post, post pre-show. The that wasn't in the that wasn't in the pre-show. Paul, you want to you want to tell the story? So yeah, we need an explanation here. There is a uh, a pallet magnet known as, as Sergio Pag uh, Sergio Maga. Excuse me, Paul. It's just, magnate. Start over. Magnate. magnate. Starting over. <laughs> There's a pallet magnate called Sergio Maga from I believe Italy. Owns oh, this big pallet company. And he stamps his, his pallets with his last name. So I had a, a pallet, a MAGA pallet in one of my videos showed up. There's a MAGA stamp on it. And somebody like lost their And it's spelled M-A-G-A. M-A-G-A, yeah. <clears throat> just like MAGA. And they're just like, I can't believe that you would put that on your pallet. Maybe they're big in Italian, uh, you know, whatever. The yeah, maybe they're, <laughs> not, maybe they're anti-Sergio MAGA. Yeah. Maybe he's not a great guy. How could you? He doesn't pay minimum wage yeah. in Italy. Maybe he's like a failed <laughs> businessman. He, there's, there's like there's like Sergio University over in Italy that's like a scam university. Yeah, he's a terrible man to work for. He has no breadsticks <laughs> policy. I'm assuming that's like a benefit but, uh, they get in Italy: breadsticks and super salad. I don't know. Is that just Olive Garden? It's part of their dental insurance. <laughs> dental breadsticks. insurance. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you get breadsticks and dental. That's how they brush their teeth on the breadsticks. breadsticks. The tracks. Anyways, now that we've offended but, uh, everyone in Europe. <laughs> oh, yeah. So, should we wrap it? Yeah, let's wrap this up. Awesome. Well, Mike, thank you for joining us today. Uh, You're welcome. Yeah. You want to you play me off, too? Do you have another audio for the playoff? I, it's the same one. Oh, same one? Just play <laughs> it in reverse, though. I have, like, three jokes, so I got to reuse them. Oh, let's see. Uh, where is the... There it is. Yeah, Jack... So uh, thank you, Paul, for joining us. Uh, everyone, we'll see you all next week. Uh, make sure to tune in next week. We have we actually have a guest next week. And once again, I am not stalling for time. I'm just simply sure. seeing that we have John Peters on next week. Very exciting. Uh, and we have the coffee. The coffee man is back. Fellow Jersey boy. Jersey. Jersey boy. Um, and with that, we love you all. We'll see you all next week. Man. Making fun on Netflix and Jackman Works. Yep, check out Jackman Works. Nice All of his links are going to be in the usual stuff, uh, in the notes yeah. and stuff. But thanks, for, dude. Thanks for joining us. This was a lot of fun. Yeah. It was great to Super have you on you, as a Paul. filler. We are going to need a third for in the future. So if you're available, if you're missing, you know, doing ass cast, and just want to do this one. I'm going to do it in a persona. Of Sergio Maga. <laughs> Please do. Is that going to be a new character in the Jackman universe? It should yeah. be. It really it's part of the Jackman I cinematic want you to look universe. Like just... the most like like Cuban dictator ever. Like just <laughs> like full dress. <laughs> you already have the shirts, so you'll be good. I could, Big glasses. I could use the, the same green suit of, of uh, Fidel. Yes. Like and then day. big cigar. You don't have to character. smoke it. Just chew on it the whole time. <laughs> so Suge Day is one of the people in the, the Jackman Cinematic Universe. Cinematic. And okay. We have Little P. Yeah. Okay. Little P is new this year. Little Little P's get the he's bald on top, right? No, that's just Dad Jackman. That's, that's, oh, that's that, a, that is another character. That's an old character. Little, little P is that guy. You have um, 
Yeah, you have you have a couple of good characters in the universe now. You need yeah. like a poster that has all of them in it. <laughs> or a calendar, if you will. Yeah. Or a calendar. Yeah. Eventually I'll have twelve. Oh, that'd be yeah, get the whole twelve. Collect them all. Yeah. Anyways, we'll see you all next uh week, I guess. Yeah, next week. Uh thank you for tuning in. Make sure to uh leave us a funny review and call in with some questions next week. Uh, for John Peters. It's going to be super exciting. So we'll see you all in a pre-show and a post-show. And uh, congratulations to Michael Lindell. Is it, did he, Lindell, Lidos. right? Uh, Li- Sorry, I was like, wait, what's the last name? Michael Lidos won the AWP tray made by Barnett Customs. Custom builds? Barnett builds now. So thank you guys. We'll see you all next week. And I'm going to play out Jackman now. Bye. Thank you. Love you long time. Jackman. Make that pull out game. Yeah. 